This episode is sponsored by Gorgeous. Gorgeous is the number one e-commerce help desk that lets you manage and respond to messages from your site, social, email, and SMS all in one platform. They have built-in automations to handle common queries like order tracking and save your team time and money. Get a free month by clicking the link in the description and elevate your customer experience today. You're listening to the Agency X Podcast. I'm your host, John Sertakowski, founder and CEO at Avex, a New York City-based e-commerce agency for high-growth D2C brands. As always, I'm joined by our e-commerce strategist, David Anzalone. Our goal is to provide some insight into e-commerce, technology, design, and everything in between. Let us know what you think of today's episode and make sure to visit our website, avexdesigns.com. Welcome to the Agency X podcast. Uh, I'm your host, John Sertikowski, and of course, joined by David Anzalone, our e-commerce strategist. How's it going, David? I'm good. I, I think you're the only person that says my last name like that. It's 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 Anzalone, Anzalone but I, uh, I don't am I, care. Am I saying it Anzalone. wrong? Anzalone. I don't. No, it, I mean, it's, you're probably saying it correct <laughs> um, the way like it's supposed to be said in Italian, but... Anzalone. Okay. I, 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 I like my way yeah. better, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, discovering new things. And speaking of discovery, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's today's topic. Which I, I guess you'd know that if um, you read the description. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, like e-commerce discoveries, why we're doing it, and why, as a brand, you should be interested in it. Yeah, this is something that I've been. Not only, I actually have a blog post coming out about it soon, and I also made a LinkedIn post about it too, because it's something that we've been just like kind of, I wouldn't say struggling with, but just like trying to work into our process more and more. And we've done them in the past, but we're starting to almost make it mandatory for all projects, um, at least in some sense, when it comes to, especially when it comes to more complex projects that have of whether it's UX complexities or technical complexities or integrations that are really hard for both the merchant to communicate and understand. And, you know, and also for our agency, we don't know what to estimate or quote on or provide a solution for if we don't have all of that information. And it's near impossible to get all of that without doing some sort of deep dive. So what I'd like to do is kind of break this into a few different areas of the discovery. Um, One would be the technical discovery that needs to occur. So anything related to your e-commerce platform, the coding language, um, any integrations, um, how the content management system is going to work or how you're updating content, things like that. Uh, the second is going to be um, UX. So what's the user experience? How are we optimizing for conversions? What's the customer experience? Um, all of these things are super important because without looking at analytics and making more data-based um, decisions, uh, it's near impossible to figure out what the exact solution is. <clears throat> and the third is going to be um, the brand. So what's the direction of the brand? What's the goals of the brand? So for, I, I think it's good to kind of touch a little bit on why we would be doing a discovery and then get into a little bit about each of those different sections. Uh, so why? Well, a lot of merchants don't know what an agency's sales process is. How do you buy from that agency? And you know what's, 
what's the the best way to select an agency and, and how are we going to align on cost and timelines and things like that? And that's something that is 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 nine times out of ten a little bit of an education process on both sides. But how that process used to work would be the merchant comes to us with hey, we need a new website. Okay, well, why do you need a new website? And you know, what's what have you tried in the past? We ask all of those questions. And then we put a really long list together of, hey, look, here's all the things that you're going to get. Here's all the functionality. Here's what we're going to deliver. And then here's what the cost is per, maybe it's hour or per deliverable. And here's a timeline. Uh, so what ends up happening throughout that project? How do we know that you need all of that functionality. How do you know that you need this specific upset type of upsells? How do we know that you're doing this exact, like you need a wish list or are we doing personalization? Why? What are the flows going to look like in Klaviyo? There's a lot of little details that we're trying to make decisions pre-sale. And unless you're putting in an insane amount of free work, no one's going to be able to be accurate with their scoping and with their costs. And we don't like charging by the hour. So what tends to happen throughout the course of the project is that there's change requests that extends the timeline that changes the budget. There are decisions being made, whether we promised a functionality and then didn't implement it. Cause after we did an in-depth review and worked with the, the merchant and did some testing, it wasn't the right piece of functionality, but in the scope we're charging for it. So this became annoying and it, we weren't getting the results that we wanted. So that's why we're doing these discoveries and what, the discoveries allow us to do is we're able to ask those important questions. We're able to kind of do a test run to see how our agency and, and your brand work together, see what the communication is like. We dive deep into the brand. We ask the right questions. We look at analytics. We um, map out all the technology, both on the front end and on the, the, the back office side, as far as how you're updating the content, how your products are going to be organized. And we put a technical plan in place. We put a user uh, experience plan in place, a site map, uh, even some designs that will help us get in the right direction for the user experience. So the byproduct of that is going to be a fully fleshed out plan for the entire project and post-launch for support after we launch the site uh, with a timeline and the most accurate cost possible. So this way, we're just taking a 10% deposit and we're a lot more accurate with the, the costs. We're a lot more accurate with the timeline. You end up saving money because you're not being overcharged for something and you end up launching on time because you know exactly how long it's going to take. Uh, so I think it's it's kind of like the dating phase before you officially um, get married or something like that. You know, it's a long-term commitment to be able to be, be with an agency for four or five, six months or longer. Um, and it's really hard to just jump into that. So that's kind of my thought process and, and why we started to do that. Um, I'd love for David, get some of your take on a bit of your process when you dive into um, the, the conversion rate and user experience portion of it. And then, I'll kind of jump back in a little bit and talk a little bit about the technical side of things, but I'd love to get like, what is your first step when a brand first comes on and we're trying to put that plan in place for user experience? What are, what are you, what is, what are you trying to get out of the discoveries and what do you feel is most beneficial to both you and the merchant? Yeah. And I think, you know, the real call out here is that discoveries are useful and beneficial for us in almost the same exact way that they are for clients and that it's a 
a lower lower cost, lower commitment way of seeing how you work with each other, how you, you know how an agency and a brand can kind of coexist and collaborate on things, and also even seeing you know you know we're not charging you for things that they don't need and, and vice versa because in past experiences yeah there have been times when there have been features or functionalities that were included that maybe didn't need to be not that they weren't beneficial but those could have been used elsewhere and that's why i'm you know a big proponent of kind of making sure that we're doing what's in the best interest for the particular brand based upon our actual findings not simply based on uh you know opinion or from some of these discovery calls but to go a little bit through uh you know, my process for this and how strategy fits in is that essentially at first really f starts with figuring out what's wrong, not only objectively on the site, but also from the client's perspective of what they, th what, where they think the issues are, where the pain points are and how that ties into what, you know, some of these goals they have are. Cause essentially, you know, we want to make sure that any discovery we do is centered around you know, very specific, uh, very, you know, actionable or measurable goals. So for example, let's say a goal was, you know, a major thing was, oh, our, uh, one of the biggest problems we're having is our abandoned cart rate is so high. And we think our sites like UX is just really bad or it's really, or the site's really slow and that's impacting that. And that's really important to know because regardless of whether, you know, we find that that's true or not, um, you know, sometimes it's, Sometimes there's like a misunderstanding of like what an issue actually is, but going off the assumption that, yeah, like this, we've kind of reviewed and confirmed that this issue is in fact a problem. You know, we use that as a basis for what we kind of do the discovery into. It informs what kind of SaaS products we're reviewing and what features and functionalities we're kind of looking for and comparing and contrasting because a huge component of it, even though this does fall on the technical side, there are certain SaaS solutions, especially that fall within the realm of, um, you know, like upsells or cross-sells, uh, content and merchandising personalization or uh, customer loyalty or reviews. While there is techni technical considerations with that, which we also do from that perspective with our engineer, it's also important to know from a brand perspective that these products have features that support those goals. And then we say, okay, these products support, will have the features that'll accomplish these specific objectives. Now the next step is actually figuring out from the functionality side how it's going to fit into the store. Is it going to, you know, mess up any other settings? Does it require reconfigurations? Things that, you know, are more of a technical consideration. Uh, but besides that, a huge part of our process too, not to get too much into it, and it could probably be its own uh, podcast episode, is really the in-depth data review. Because one of the biggest things that I look at is to understand how people are using their site, but also where they're coming from, where they're landing, and then what the revenue performance is. And I essentially look at those core pages of home, shop, and product. I look at the acquisition distribution of where they're coming from social, from you know paid or organic search, and I see where you know most of the action is. Because if we find out that uh, you know most brands are driving most of the you know this brand they're driving all their traffic to the collection pages but their conversion rates like less than one percent and it's accounts for like so it, it accounts for so little of their total revenue that by itself is a huge insight in saying hey you know you're driving a lot of traffic to these kind of pages from these areas and people aren't converting and then figuring out why they're not converting and that kind of helps sculpt where we're focusing what the priority is because the whole website's really important 
But sometimes, depending on the nature of the project, whether it's a full build or it's something where we're just doing growth X and that's optimizing their current experience, it helps us prioritize what's what we should be focusing on, where and why and for who. And that overarchingly kind of just, again, informs our whole decision-making. Um, we do things like set up heat maps and actually see how people are, where people are clicking, how they're scrolling through the site, what content they're actually looking at. And maybe there's something that's really salient. Like there might be a great feature or content piece that's we think is really good. But if a user's not seeing it, then that clearly means the page needs to have, you know, different uh, real estate distribution of where their content's going. And without getting too much into the weeds of this, I uh, really, I look at all those things to truly understand, like, you know, we've learned about what their, what they think their priorities are and what the issue is. And we kind of either confirm and say, yeah, that's aligned with this. And here's why it's like this and what we should be focusing on. Or even sometimes we would say, while we agree that this may be an issue, there's actually greater issues that you guys might not even be realizing. And I think that's probably even more important because we only know as much as the client tells us. And if we're not able to do that in-depth discovery and find things out, um, there might be things we're not helping them with that may be overlooked and that doesn't help anybody. And it's not like the client was, you know, not being forthcoming for us. Sometimes they just don't know. And so that, that helps us discover things that no one even thought about or never even talked about. And it's just something that came through the discovery. So that's why I think they're super important. Yeah, I mean, that's great. That's great. I, I think all of that is extremely important Important to be able to keep a few things in mind here. Like not only are we trying to provide a great user experience, great customer experience, but we want to make sure that our merchants are seeing a return on that investment and that they are not being overcharged and that everything's clear, right? Clear from the beginning. So I think that's super important to um, be able to make sure that this is all mapped out and you have an e-commerce strategist like David who's has your best interests in mind. Um, and it also helps our teammates. It helps our project managers, our designers, our developers to be able to execute on things that we're all aligned on uh, as a whole, everything from the, the merchant side to the agency side. Um, after we do our user experience conversion rate optimization plan, we put that in place, um, we also, of course, put together the site architecture. Um, and then there's the technical planning. Uh, the technical planning, I think, is, is, is equally as important because some of, we know how to build Shopify stores. We know how to do all of the things that are within Shopify Plus, but there's always those nuances. Like, let's say you have an ERP system. Well, is there a pre-built connector? Um, do you need to use an integration partner as a service? Um, do we need to build a bespoke integration uh, for that ERP? Is there an API for that ERP? Um, we recently had to do something like that for Simmons betting. Um, what about your post-purchase experience? How many emails are being sent out through Clavio? How many flows are we doing? Um, are your product, what's the variance on your products? Like, are we doing separate products for everything or are we doing one product with different variants. Do this, does, do the variants affect the price? How is this being conveyed to the customer? Um, all of these things have um, a specific way of doing them and that affects how much work we're putting into it, but it also affects how our merchants are managing that on the back end. So whether it's updating content, well, are we gonna use sections? Are we using a, 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 a Shopify's theming or are we using um, uh, are we using like uh, advanced meta fields, things like that? 
will impact how our merchants are updating the site. So our solutions engineer will take David's kind of like site architecture and the, the user experience and all speak with the client, understand their products, understand um, how things need to be done, Identif- identify any areas of, of either opportunity or areas of risk, um, and making sure that we have a good technical plan. So when our, it is being designed, our designers are not presenting a UX or creative that is outside of that technical plan or outside of how the client is going to be updating content on their end. So everything is aligned. There's less revisions on the design side when it comes to UX and layouts. Then when we get into development, our developers know how they're going to approach everything that was that are in the designs. Um, when it comes to QA testing, we know all of the functionality and what the purpose is and how you know what the outcome of that should be. Uh, so that goes more smoothly. When we're doing integrations, we know what we're using. So that's going to go more smoothly. So it's all about being as efficient as possible and doing a little bit more of upfront work on both the technical and the user experience side so that we can deliver on time within budget and much better results. Um, So that's kind of the process that we're taking and it does add a little bit more time, but it ends up saving a lot more time in the long run. Uh, And it's, to be honest, all of the merchants that we've been working with recently love the idea. Um, They love the idea of engaging with us and, planning with them and working with them. Um, it makes the sales process go by a lot quicker and, and less and, and, and painlessly. Um, and also it, it, uh, it allows them to kind of see and work together with us to get there rather than us just putting these random ideas and numbers in their face. So our merchants are really liking it. We're having some really great success with it. Um, and, and they really like the idea of the data back design. I think that that what is a differentiator for us and what sets us apart is that a lot of other agencies are really just designing stuff that looks great or they're um, maybe just taking the requests from the merchants and saying, okay, yeah, we're going to do that. We do, of course, we want to hear what merchants have to say. Nobody knows your business better, but we really want to look at the data because the data is what is going to really inform our design and technical decisions that we're making, whether it's the platforms you're using, the SaaS products you're using, or, you know, decisions that David's making during the UX stage, as far as like, when it comes to planning these things out. So data back design is a big, big portion of what we do. Um, And I I do want to get into that. And I don't think we're going to have time today, but I would love to be able to speak more about um, data back design, why we do it, what our approach is, um, and some of the specifics and maybe some examples on, on the next episode. Uh, I think we, David would probably have a, a lot more to say about that than I would. Um, but yeah, I would love to dive into that a little bit more in another episode. Yeah, no, I think, I think that'd be a great one to uh, talk about. And I will say too about discoveries, uh, you know, what we're kind of talking about are definitely for much larger engagements, of course, full builds, that's redesigning and developing your site. Or if you're like a completely new brand that, or you're an existing brand that has no D2C uh, presence whatsoever, there's almost no reason to not do uh, any kind of discovery because there's so many questions that are probably unanswered and many unknowns that the brand might not even think about. But if you're if you're at a point where you're working with like an agency, probably smaller agencies where you want a landing page built, right? Like on your website and it's just one landing page. It's really just like a, that's, that is the nature of the project and an engagement. 
discovery for that is probably I would say like one call. I would you know if I would had if I had to guess, but if you're trying to work with an agency for an extended period of time and you're really looking for someone to be a long-term strategic partner, regardless if it's building an entire website or optimizing your current site, I think it is really cu- crucial to do a discovery. I mean, I think John said it best where it's uh, similar to like dating. It, it's it's an imperfect metaphor, but I think it works really well to kind of convey yeah. before you fully commit to a larger engagement uh, a larger engagement being married, I guess, in the analogy, um, you kind of test the waters and it's kind of a way to see if the agency is a good fit or not. Maybe you might even find in some cases that an agency yeah, might not is be the, really yeah. good, but just not for you. And while you might like the things that they have to say and what they come up with, they may, maybe they don't, maybe they don't talk about the things from the perspective that you were kind of hoping for, or maybe you're confident in their ability to develop but you're not really so certain that they care a lot about or, or proficient with maybe the more technical aspects or um, you know even more of the conversion aspects. And that's the case where it's like, oh, like you guys make really great websites, but you know we have like a lot of specific financial goals and we've got to convince our investors that we'll hit those goals. And we're not confident that you guys can do that. Um, not speaking for any personal example that's happened with us, but it's been a you know that kind of those kind of conversations happen i would say they probably do happen especially with the larger brands that agencies talk to in like any space marketing e-com or otherwise yeah exactly well um i would definitely love to be able to dive a lot more into this uh, on the next episode um but that's all i have for today um thank you so much for listening i know this was a short one we're going to start being more consistent with these um and look forward to more of these topics in the future Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks a lot.